I keep forgetting just I keep forgetting to switch my microphone over to my headphones when I go to the bathroom. Oh, so you couldn't hear us? Well, no, I could hear you, but I wanted to talk to you, and I wanted you to hear this, hear the 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 thickness of the stream. No, that, that's exactly what we wanted to capture. Um, the first way that we wanted to kick off the podcast is by initiating urination from all of our listeners by getting that like nice little trickle noise going. Flush. Flush. Well, you're yeah. you're an amateur urologist now, Luke. Oh yeah, you start Luke. there. Yeah, yeah, we can start there. Who's kicking us off this week? Toilet? Is it you? Welcome to a Midwars podcast where we talk about Luke's urinary tract. My name is Toilet. I'm okay. Zach. <laughs> okay. First of all, thank <laughs> and this you for... is Luke talking. By the way, this is Luke getting worked up. Yeah, this is Luke. Thank you for framing it in that context, and thank you for showing your great concern because uh, off mic after the end of our episode last week, I asked Zach and Toilet. Uh, just like in a you know casual sort of offhand way, so like how as, in- as dudes usually do with each other. As, I as need dudes- medical advice. I'm gonna go ask my mates. You know, <laughs> but as <absolutely>. my <laughs> my podcasting buddies. You know, like what's the difference between just like a cramp and appendicitis and a kidney stone? And we were and having just. Like, just- uh, really bad gas from it. Here, just let me give you this chart really quick that tells you the difference. And uh, having asked my podcasting friends, of which Toilet also suggested the possibility of hernia and <laughs> gas. Uh, uh, I, I do, I do want to give some credit that I, I was going to say that it was a sports hernia, and this is a sports-related podcast. <laughs> the sports hernia is the one in your balls, so it wasn't like quite in the same place. But it was um, getting there. It was getting there. Um, so I decided to ask someone other than my podcasting friends and consult an actual medical professional so um, brave. in a in the uh, form of a physician's assistant via a telehealth app, um, which I have now used twice. Um, and apparently I said the magic word of um, <laughs> appendicitis, which means that you're going to be told to go directly to the emergency room, not urgent care not like oh yeah let's make an appointment for next friday if you think that you have pain in your general appendix area it is no straight to the emergency room. yeah pasco give up two thousand dollars pasco give up one insurance deductible (laughs) that'll be one deductible please yeah Um, quick aside the same thing happened to me when i was uh playing basketball with one of the podcaster stepdads in the over 65 basketball league uh, a young toilet was running the point there. Uh, <laughs> turns out I tore my ACL. I drove myself to the hospital <laughs> because I didn't know any better. And I just kind of checked myself into the ER. And they said, well, next time you really should have just gone to urgent care. It's going to be a lot more expensive for you to go oh. to the ER. And I said, well, could someone have just said that? Like, I obviously, in, like, this seemed like an emergency. I don't know the difference between an emergency and something that seems urgent. Like it was both urgent and an emergency. So how am I supposed to know? They well, should rename it like the an, hey, an urgency, can... right? We got an emergency and then an urgency. Exactly. Like what is yeah. the like what is the gray line there that separates the two? So. I think you have to go to the emergency room if something needs to be cut out of you or something needs to be put back inside of your body. Mm, okay. I think th- that's the and I guess I'm also going to include um, major flesh wounds as a part of that as well i think that's what qualifies you for the emergency room but even in those instances like 
if I did that and I took an Uber, by the way, because I was like, I already know this is going to be expensive. I'm not going to call an ambulance or anything. <laughs> and my car was uh, still stuck in a snow pile. On Hadn't the, thought out yet. Had not quite thought out yet. So I got an Uber over to uh, Rush Medical Center ER. Um, and, uh, you know, the doctors didn't shame me for going to the ER. Thank God, because I was already annoyed. Uh, but yeah, I got the most expensive picture of myself that I think I'm ever hopefully going to have in my life because wow. I got the full CT scan, the whole bit. Um, the rest of it was just like shaking me and like knocking on my back and like twisting my leg about in exotic ways to see if my appendix was going to burst. Did you uh, go to the ER or a chiropractor? No, I went to the ER. <laughs> to a real doctor. Oh, I mean, uh, Ooh, 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 ooh! Hey, no, shout I didn't out to my chiropractor. That really helped. The for the eight treatments that I got, I felt like a brand new toilet. Um, <laughs> it's your plumber. <laughs> my plumber. Thanks for so, yeah. That was doctor. that was um, a major drag. Um, I, I was visited by six people, including two medical students and one person whose job is to uh, push around a cart and swipe your credit card when it comes time oh my for paying the deductible because they're like, so uh, how are you planning for paying for this today? And it didn't even like strike me in the moment to be like, I don't know, insurance? let's figure it out later. Yeah, um, I was like, <laughs> it's insurance. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this a bedside financial consulting? Right, exactly. Um, I didn't even think to say, like, you know, are there any options to, like, pay this out over a period of time? Because you can, like, finance stuff like this, too. But I was just like, uh, I guess, miles, points. Here's my, here's it's my Bitcoin card. <laughs> do you accept crypto? <laughs> you, do you accept NBA Top Shot gifts? Don Chich making layups. <laughs> Is this something that you would be interested in? Are you interested get... in 500 shares of GameStop stock? <laughs> exactly. That maybe would have covered my. Um, how much would it have been? Uh, about 30 shares of GameStop at the moment. Ooh. Have you have you gotten the itemized bill yet? Because I always find that like like hysterical when they when they give you like the full statement of charges and then what the what insurance covers and it's like oh we gave you you know like uh, what's whatever what's the like version of Advil that's like one step above but not quite an opioid I I'm blanking on it fentanyl. it's like a, it's not. <laughs> It's that not fentanyl. Let's send Luke to Venus and give him a fentanyl <laughs> patch because he came in complaining of abdominal cramps. He has some bad gas. <laughs> no, no he gave you he gave you a cup of coffee and an espresso, and they're just like, "Go shit your brains out." No, they they didn't. It's Twelve thousand dollars. They did not do that. Thank you, Zach, um, and thank you for um, like making light of what is currently my greatest fear on earth at this moment, which is going to be the itemized bill that comes from my <laughs> to the emergency room and the CT scan and whatever the fuck my co-insurance is. You're going to get, you're going to get billed for that. Like one, like intern that had to come visit you and just like use the little, like the little, the, 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 um, triangular thing and hit your knee. That's going to probably cost you like 1200 bucks. 
most of my consultation was done by a medical student because I went to university. So maybe fingers crossed. It's like it's free. People, <laughs> like get dental students to do major surgery on them so they don't have to pay as much. That's not a bad idea. Honestly, I would opt into that. I, we're in our 30s. Like, I, I'm okay to, you know, if they didn't do the best ACL the first time around, go ahead and give it another try the second time around, have a student do it for half the price. I'm fucking in, baby. I, I'll sign up for that half-hour massage from the masseuse student that's only 20 bucks as opposed to, like, 150 yeah, you know, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just go to a vet to have my knee done. Yeah, next time. for sure. Who cares? <laughs> it's the same. It's the same parts, right? In all seriousness, Luke, we are glad that you're okay. It's always yeah. better to overestimate what you need exactly. medical wise rather than to underestimate what you thought you needed. Um, yeah, and I guess like this should be a lesson for all of our listeners. Like it, it in this case, it does pay to listen. If you tell a medical professional a couple of things. They're going to send you straight to the emergency room. If you say the word appendicitis, you're going straight to the ER. If you say, like, I'm having some chest pain, make sure that you clarify, like, that you feel like you might have broken a rib and not that, like, your aorta is currently exploding. Because if you just say chest pain, you're going straight to the ER. They're not going to send you to urgent care. Communication's important with all your life partners, your plumber. Your doctor. Sometimes your doctor is your plumber. Your, your countertop. Your, your countertop guy. Oh Christ! He has one <laughs> there. Um, unfortunately, the the content factor that has been the toilet renovation project has come to a close. It uh, looks really good, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it does. It, look, it looks awesome. You have we, you definitely have some envy on our on our end. Thanks for being uh, the support system that got me through it. Um, my only uh, a, a, a live update, uh, the trash man, the garbage man, did take the bags of broken tile and whatnot. Um, I decided to put out one piece of uh, large um, cabinet wear, and I will be doing so for the next six weeks, um, just so that there is one piece that they have to take. Um, I don't want to be an asshole, but I wanted to know, um, are there any, like, scrappers that drive around your neighborhoods looking for, like, the large pieces of metal oh, yeah. on Garbage Day? Um, so, is there a way that we can cut out the middleman? Can I bring large metal objects somewhere for smelting? Like, is that... is is that? Yeah, you could totally do that, dude. Yeah. If you want to take your shit to the recycling center. <clears throat> That's a real thing? Like, they would smelt it for me and I could have it back? Like, they would... Yeah, they'll give you, like, 12 cents for it or something. Wait, are you talking oh. about like Skyrim where you bring them iron ore <laughs> and they return ingots to you? Is that what you're looking for? Uh, I'm more of a Settlers of Catan kind of guy. So I, I basically rolled a six and I had two cities on there. So I got all this like vi uh, dryer vent duct work. That's actually pretty valuable. Um, I was able to return part of it to the Home Depot. Um, but there are like six or seven other pieces that they just kind of cut and left behind. Uh, can I bring that somewhere to be smelted? Like, could I make it into a figurine, perhaps? Is it made out of copper or something? Like, what makes it valuable? Is it the material itself, or is the fact that it's been processed into ductwork? I don't know. That's a good question. Can you get it? Is it copper? Is basically no, it's, not I'm it's not copper. It's like mm, shiny oh. metal. Aluminum. Is it, made, is it tungsten? tungsten. <laughs> could have made it into a wedding ring. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling lady, silver lady, duct work. lady toilet, lady, <laughs> lady toilet. toilet. <laughs> Here's this ring that I had made from my cabinets. It was intended to carry out stinky air from the dryer, from my dirty, dirty clothes. But instead, it's going to sit amongst your ring uh, finger. That's 
That's adorable. Chivalry, chivalry isn't dead. Definitely, gentlemen. I mean, uh, I guess what would you want to do with it? You said a figurine. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a paperweight for the boys. You know, the statue of Saddam Hussein, but a sure. very small one. <laughs> very small one. Um, maybe a, a metal, uh, uh, you know, embalmment of my boy Hank would be cute. An embalmment. Yeah, like a like a like a taxidermy type situation. He's not oh, dead, but like yeah, a Hank. like a little figure, a little Hank figurine, like an icon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I get you um, working. What? Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, I think I think that's that's good. That's good. What about like if you needed to, you know, we're just talking about having your knee done. You could just have it melted into a pre-made knee replacement. Per, you, you know, there you, you go. Know, reading my mind, I think maybe. Well, what would you guys say? Over under age fifty-two, toilet needs a new. Knee. Oh, this is a this is a good one. They're under. doing it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say. Go ahead. I, I was going to say I'm going to say over only because orthopedic surgeons will tell you that like you want to wait until like the very last moment before you start replacing this shit, because it's not so much that you only have to replace it once. And like God willing in the Creek don't rise, like medical technology will have advanced to that point. But once you're getting them replaced, you're then having to subsequently have them replaced again or updated like once every decade after that too. You know, it's funny because if you've ever had a knee injury or an injury to an extremity like a shoulder or an elbow, something that you have two of, it's just the weirdest injury to recover from because you're constantly comparing it to the other one that you have. I was asking Lady Toilette, who is a PA, and she says pretty much everyone, uh, if they have a knee replacement, uh, you know, a shoulder replacement, whatever, and they have to have both done, they always say that one is better than the other. I confirmed this with new stepdad. New stepdad has two knees, and one he prefers to the other. One was done in 03, one was done in 08, and he says the 03 one is better. The 03 vintage was far superior. The tech is actually getting worse. The tech is getting worse. They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, if you're comparing two of things, you know, two to arms to legs to kidneys you Thank know you. like <laughs> <laughs> one's always not as good uh well we melt we we mentioned melting things down smelting them into a ring i think we have an engagement to discuss oh you mean aaron Rodgers? yeah i i, did oh, look- <laughs> I looked at you luke uh you're not on the hot seat well maybe you are uh even aaron Rodgers has proposed he was dating uh what's her name last year Olivia Munn? No. No. Um, Danica Patrick. Danica Pat. Danica. Deep Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Dan Patrick. D Patrick. Uh, yeah, they were dating until like mid 2020, and uh, apparently, spoiler alert: Aaron Rodgers is off the market. Everyone, and so is she. Cheyenne. Shailene. Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. Woodley. She's been in your favorites, such as Divergent. Divergent two. Divergent three. Yeah, I is- I saw in the in the article that you sent us, Sack, that she's in a show called The Mauritanian right now. I don't think that she's playing uh, the uh, eponymous Mauritanian in that, considering that it's a country <laughs> in Northwest Africa. Um, I I do have a I do have a, a meatball bears take on this. Go ahead. So, uh, I don't know if you've read Divergent or watched it. But I think that like the main central area is Chicago, 
and that's like where like the world end it, like the world is ended and like they're like we have to get to chicago because i believe the writer shout out is from a northwest suburb that is yeah, it's, she's from a certain, sub, certain she's a northwest suburban woman suburb. of the northwest suburb she was a suburban woman of the northwest suburbs maybe still is i don't know um but and uh, now he's Rogers is neurodivergent because he has borderline personality disorder. I was going to say now he's <laughs> dating. Now he's dating somebody who is a fan of getting to Chicago. Maybe mm. that sort of like messes with with uh, Rogers. I don't know. You know, this is a great intro to connecting dots, which is exactly what I pulled this article up to do. Um, if anyone's interested, it was published by the L.A. Times. Um the most thing, the thing that was most frustrating to me was that right off the bat, you know, she does this interview with Fallon, and this is kind of how the news breaks. You know, her quote is, "Yes, we're engaged, uh, but it's not new news. It's kind of funny that everyone right now is freaking out about it, and we're like, yeah, we've been engaged for a while." <laughs> and it's cool. like, okay, Duh. how would we ever know? Because you never told us, like. Zach, if you did not tell us that you were engaged, we would not know that you were engaged. <laughs> so then it would be news. If it wasn't news to us, it would be news to you, even I if mean, it happened who's, months who's after Aaron the Rogers fact. Gonna t- who's he going to tell? His family? Exactly. Oh. Not his family. I'm getting there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Um, okay. Thank you. Um, we don't age shame on this podcast, but are, are, do you guys want to know the ages of the two, the happy couple here? Oh, sure. I'm, well, I know Aaron's what thirty six, thirty seven. He just turned thirty seven. I'm gonna guess Shailene. Shailene is probably twenty six. I was gonna guess younger as well. She is twenty nine. Okay. okay, so about that, eight year eight year gap. That's yeah. not bad at all. That's not that's not bad. It seems like the typical athlete thing, like the Derek Jeter date until you're like older, and then. Get engaged to someone who's like considerably younger than you. What? Aaron Rodgers was a serial dater for a long time. Yeah, he wasn't a stick man like Derek Jeter was, where Derek <laughs> Jeter was like just out and about in New York City going to what had his gift baskets ready to go the next morning. World yeah, renowned real. gift baskets. Um, I would participate for a gift basket. I, I, I would assume they're pretty good <laughs> if that's part of the deal. So, um, hell Hot yeah, man. Hot Seat Luke, according to his fiance, Aaron Rodgers is a nerd who wants to host a Jeopardy. That would suck so much. That would be so He boring. is a <laughs> void of personality. He, replacing Alex Trebek with Aaron Rodgers would be the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. Um, I don't know. Haven't they only been dating for like a month, too, or something like that? Yeah, since like the end of 2020. So less than six months, it seems. Um, they're just going to be eternally engaged. He was also engaged to Olivia Munn, and I believe he was engaged to Danica Patrick, too. So the track record, not great with Aaron Rodgers. Dude loves to propose. He has abandonment issues. That's why. Because oh, Well, you, I mean, wouldn't you feel abandoned if you had to go live in northern Wisconsin <laughs> for five months out of the year? He certainly probably feels abandoned by the Packers front office. Am Ooh. I right, guys? LOL. You think he's going to get any tips from Jordan and JoJo? I mean, they they haven't even gotten engaged yet, right? No, they got engaged as like a function of The Bachelor, like at the end of the show. It's been five got, fucking years since the, they were they, on. They, they got re-engaged, which is something that some Bachelor couples will do. It's like, okay, we uh, spent a grand engaged, total yeah. of like 
36 hours together and then we got fake engaged and now we've lived together for three years and now we're real engaged and we have so, a show TV online or whatever. So you're telling me that Zach and Tasia are fake engaged? They could be real engaged. Some of them do get real engaged and then their <laughs> relationships fall apart shockingly. Speaking of, can we can we do a little can we do a little veer off into a, just a bachelor corner for the set for a second? Did you see the <laughs> did you see the parachuting yesterday? Honestly, the only good thing that's happened this entire season <laughs> yes. of The Bachelor. Toilet, was... I don't know. Toilet, have you seen this? Did you see no that? this is great? This about. is great this is great for our listeners. But anyway, so just a brief recap for our listeners. Our bachelor Matt, he went on a he went on a skydiving Lamatt date. Matt James. Yes, Lamatt James. He went on a skydiving date with uh one of the bachelorette contestants. And he got done like before her and they're like they're he's like laying on the ground, they pan the camera up to show the girl coming down with like her in her tandem uh in her, in her tandem skydiving and she just like hits the ground at like what 20 miles an hour like it wasn't coming... it was like they didn't stop it was like coming in so hot and i was like oh my god she's concussed broken legs like everything in her body must be broken so th- it was a really funny scene for a few reasons and we did go rewind and watch it a couple of times because yeah. To be totally honest, I haven't really cared that much about this season of The Bachelor. Dude, like Matt's so talking, boring. Talking about fucking voids of personality. Shout out Seriously. to Matt James, who um, just is like a total blank slate um, in terms of like on camera appearance or whatever. Um, what's funny is the order in which they showed the date, because when the scene they shot like picking her up was clearly after they did the skydiving date because she was fucked up after she hit the ground and they had to use like the Kim Kardashian body paint makeup to cover the bruising on her face and neck. Um, Poor girl. But yeah, they were coming in so hot. And I like, thought it immediately, too, because Matt landed nice and safely. <laughs> the other parachute's coming into the ground, like 20 feet above at a right angle. <laughs> oh, my God. She also was like she also was like on a tandem with a kid who literally looked like he was like 14 years old. Yeah, exactly. She was like, strapped in, not with like a guy who like was a former Navy SEAL or like was like a paratrooper like you know golden knight or something like that it's like no she just got paired up with like some kid from podong west virginia who's done you know ten thousand jumps out of his like out of his dad out of his dad's like biplane yeah well rachel was the one who went to the kappa alpha like southern plantation slavery dance so she can stay withstand a couple uh parachute incidents (laughs) I think that's a good idea for the bachelor bachelorette to have like one date during the year. You don't know what date it's going to be, but like something's going to go horribly fucking wrong. And they just want to see how they handle it. Like, yeah, like getting dropped out of the freaking sky. Yeah, like getting dropped out of the sky or like someone spills of the spaghetti on your lap while you're out to dinner. <laughs> Uh, okay we've got we've got a photo of you resurfaces from college you know (laughs) one of your unfavorable unsavory tweets from 2011 becomes well known (laughs) oh my gosh you guys want to speak speak of for a second the uh never actually never mind keep going (laughs) totally gonna derail the segment i'm I'm steve-o and this is shoot a nail gun at the bachelorette (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, all right, all right, we've got a really exciting date for you today. Uh, we're here with Tony Hawk, and he's going to teach us how to drop in on a Burt ramp. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I love it. Or they uh, should well, do the thing with, uh, like they did on Jackass with uh, Bam Margera, and every once in a while just drop one of the contestants into a pit of snakes. Oh, my <laughs> and God. And they have to get out. <laughs> no, dude, seriously, gotta let me out, man. I'm fucking serious this time. I'm afraid of snakes. <laughs> <laughs> the snake sode. That would be uh, a hit. I'm sure that'd be the most well watched episode. Bam, we're sure. all rooting for you, by the way. Are we? Isn't he an asshole? Uh, he's doing not doing well again. Not, not doing, doing well. well. He okay, got kicked well. off the set of Jackass Four because he failed a drug test for oh, well, heroin. Get some help. Get some help, buddy. Um, speaking of getting help, back to the real life love story. That is, uh, what is her name? Cheyenne Wood Woodson. Shailene Woodley. Okay, and uh, <laughs> Charles Woodson. Cheyenne, Cheyenne Woodward. <laughs> so this will shock no one. Uh, Shailene has never watched the game of football in her life. Never been Bullshit, to a Packers by the way. game. You don't believe that's true? Her ex fiance was a rugby player. I've never seen a football game. There is no, not a single person in the contiguous United States of America who has not seen a football so game. So you've never watched the Super Bowl? Never been invited to a Super Bowl party? You've never, never been never... to a restaurant? Never been to a bar? Well, you've would, never watched would, a soccer game? Football? I would, okay, I would believe like there are people out there who have been to those events, but they've never actually intently watched football for the entire game. I believe oh, that. Fine. I I agree with you. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure there's years when I've watched with Katie that she couldn't tell the she couldn't tell me what the score was. Yeah, by so the fourth quarter, you know. This doesn't surprise me, but like Luke said, I just wonder what they talk about. Like she says, the reason that she really likes him is because he played with her dog and threw the ball far. Isn't that the exact same premise for a different State Farm commercial with another talented quarterback? No, he he throws the ball far with with the with the dog. The Patrick. Price is the uh, the the bago one. Oh, okay. Um, so she's just just read. She's seen his commercial, right? And that's what she's talking about. <laughs> she likes that he can get her a really sick discount on home and auto bundles. <laughs> it's the Rogers rate. Uh, it's actually for everyone. So. Oh, she was in the Fault in Our Stars too. Oh. Ugh. Um, I just cry porn. I cry. I cried laughing at the paragraph where she's in this passion project movie about an innocent man who was in prison for years without trial in Guantanamo Bay, and that is basically Aaron Rodgers' life. <laughs> is an innocent man who's imprisoned by this shitty organization, and he's just trapped in this horrible place without. And and he's a terrorist. <laughs> and he's a terrible person. <laughs> Um, and then she transitions into talking about her movie, which is super boring. But um, I guess love in the world is good. But you uh, <laughs> sorry, guy who was trapped in Guantanamo Bay for 11 years while somebody fought for you to get out. That's boring as shit. <laughs> boring. <laughs> Buzzkill. Uh, I just thought it was a funny parallel that she has sympathy for this character and she has sympathy for Aaron Rodgers, who, by all accounts, is, you know, the worst person on earth. So that's he, I my mean, unbiased. he lives in California in the offseason, I assume. Yeah, he does. L.A., San Diego, that area. He's from he's from there, isn't he? Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, well, uh, Shane, speaking... Aaron, we love your love story. Yeah. yeah. Barf. Uh, Barf. Transition to more quarterback talk here. 
yeah, we can transition to we can transition to quarterback talk. So, how happy were you guys when we did not get Carson Wentz? Um, the Bears did not trade for Carson Wentz, and looking at the what the Colts gave up for him, as as a Bears fan, you look at that and you go like, "That's it." Like, it yeah, does- that's that's what I thought too. I was like, even if like. There, that what that conditional second is probably going to turn into a first. He just got to play. He has to play like seventy five percent of the games. It, it, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like that much, but at the end of the day, I'm still like fine with it. He, he's in a much better situation in the Colts anyway, so the Colts can feel a lot more secure in doing that. The Bears are not a Carson Wentz away. Sorry, no, nah, nah, they they need they need some other stuff, and I, I can't wait for the Eagles just to take another North Dakota State quarterback who lance or whatever. yeah trey lance He's they're just gonna, gonna run that long they're gonna they're gonna run trey lance with uh with jalen hurts the two quarterback the two quarterback backfield that everybody's been clamoring for uh, I know you're saying that tongue-in-cheek, but there's no way he's going to last that long. There's rumors now that he's actually climbing above fields right now, which is kind of no crazy. No way. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's kind of dumb. Well, I mean, it's going to go It's going to go Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Jets, Jets are at two. Yeah, people really like Zach Wilson, too. That's who they're saying is like the consensus number two right now is Wilson. And then, I don't know, who's third? Is Miami third? Uh, Miami, I think, is sixth again. Um, but there's a lot of rumors with Deshaun yep. Watson actually going to that. The well, they say that Miami's got the best package that they could give. They could give their like two, basically two picks this this draft because they have two ones. They they basically have to trade the Texans back their one, the, and then Miami's going to trade Tua. for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, then they're going to trade Tua. Oh, that would suck for Tua. That would be the worst. <laughs> yeah, like Houston is Houston the worst franchise in the NFL right now. Um, well, we we root for front the, office we perspective. For the Bears. Front I mean, office perspective, uh, Houston is way worse than the Bears. Houston way, got way, to yeah. Sean Watson and squandered it. Like the Bears have made the playoffs three years with Mitch Trubisky. Like I have yeah. my complaints about Ryan Pace. We all do, but the Bears have like made something out of it. The yeah. Texans have gone four and twelve with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's insane. No, okay, okay. So so toilet they have. So right now, the latest one on Walter Football, the latest mock that I'm seeing is Miami has a third pick. What point oh is that mock draft? Is it a one point oh? We're at six at least. Oh, if, it, if it's, it's Walter February. Football, they've done like a million. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to read a single mock draft if it starts with a one or two point oh. So. You know, I'm with Luke. If it if it doesn't start with a three or more, I'm, I'm we should just, we should do mock drafts, but we should start ours at mock draft 3.0. Yes, exactly. Instead of, yes. instead of 1.0 or 2.0, we just yes. start it ahead of everybody else's. It's like it's like uh you know having like in the phone book days when you'd have like double A and all that oh. stuff. We're just like gonna start ahead of everyone. It's a version of Windows where it's 10.2.1.3. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and it's all the uh, previous ones are behind a paywall, so you have to actually access them by paying us some more money to see them. Honestly, if I I would if if I if I could find somewhere that did like a pay as you go mock draft thing, I probably would pay. Like if I saw it and it was like, oh, here's our mock draft one point one point oh, oh, pay ninety nine cents to see our mock draft one point one, I'd probably be like, okay, I'll do it. Oh, but really? like like not a subscription, but pay pay to open it yes yes because i'm the exact opposite if for any 
service ever put their mock draft behind a paywall i would rather go to like a one follower twitter egg and find out what their <laughs> opinion on the nfl first round is before i would ever pay to see what the athletic has to say about the matter i mean that's basically why i have the athletic is just to like follow the bears like that's it todd 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 um yeah i'm with you guys i i I like that the that the package the Colts gave up was not very much because I do the think that the, the Colts are not that far off. Like they do have an awesome defense. They have some solid coordinators. Oh, dude, they're Car- Carson Wentz last year. They they have Carson Wentz last year. They're probably going thirteen and three. Yeah, if you put him behind Quentin Nelson, who can like tear somebody's head off to prevent a sack, that, that's going to be a great position. He's uh, in a great position behind an like ideal offensive line and an owner who is so addicted to Oxy that he's going to <laughs> further extend Carson Wentz. He's in a great position. And you know what? They might make the playoffs this year. And as Bears fans, we have to come to expect that graphic when it shows Mahomes and Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz, and they're all making the playoffs. And we have to be okay with that because Carson Wentz would not make the playoffs if he was on the Bears. Yeah, that's really that's true. I mean, that's what I've talked myself into with Mahomes. Like, if he was on the Bears, he'd probably have been ruined. Let, let's not let's not get carried away. Mahomes would have. Right, it's the only way I can like make myself sleep at night. Okay, I, I would highly suggest melatonin gummies too, as opposed to like completely diverting from reality. <laughs> um, my my takeaways are Carson Wentz is going to look really bad in those jerseys. I think he would have oh, looked yes. better in you know the Andy Dalton ilk of a Bengals, a Bears, a team with an orange tint to it. I think would have been uh, a much better look for him. I wish him nothing but the best. Hell uh, yeah, navy and orange is a great great color scheme. It is a great color scheme. We all know that. Um, and I had another thought and I lost it. Yeah, I don't know who our quarterback's going to be next year, but I'm kind of with Luke. I either want like ultimate upside or I want like I kind of want like big, big. Uh, ceiling, very, very low floor. Like a James I, Winston type situation. Can I sell you guys on a certain rookie who I got excited about today? May I? May I? May I? May I? May I? May I sell you? May I sell you on a, on, on a rookie that I'm getting very excited about? Okay. So I was listening I was, I was listening to a, a pod and they were talking about this article that came out and basically at the uh, whatever game they had the senior bowl yeah. Some some people uh, a, a a team went up to Devontae Smith, wide receiver for Alabama, won the Heisman, maybe you've heard of him. They asked him straight up, they said, you know, who who's better? Tua or Mac Jones? And he said Mac Jones right away, baby. And I am selling myself on Mac Jones, the only well, quarterback that will be around at the seventeenth pick. Of course he's going to say that. I mean, like, that's his guy. If he was like, yeah, Tua was way better than him, Mac Jones would be like, what the fuck, man? I'm at the Senior Bowl. Like, did you see Trevor Lawrence here? No, I'm the one who has to play my ass in the NFL. He does have to be, he does have to be truthful. Otherwise, that's a, a, a knock on the uh, old draft grade. Also, what does it matter? A quarterback doesn't have to be accurate if they're playing with him because his wingspan is 12 feet. Well, I mean that goes for other people. Feet, it goes me. for it goes for it goes for other guys too on the team. I mean, yeah, you're right. He did play behind an all-star team, but like, I'm trying to sell myself on like the only like upside option that toilet has has brought you know has has mentioned before because like I don't know maybe he isn't that great athletically. Maybe he doesn't have a rocket arm, but like I don't know maybe he's just good and can can play and can throw the football and read a fucking defense. 
unlike just, Mitch. And I mean, like, Burrow's not like the greatest athlete, right? I mean, he, he didn't make wow every know, single throw. I know, but that's what I'm trying to say is like, if 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 Jones has like that sort of ability too, I mean, like, why isn't he getting talked about? I think that uh, hearkening back to one of Luke's points, you just have to go the numbers game, and you have to draft a quarterback in the first four rounds every fucking year. Every yeah, goddamn year, you got to take a quarterback because every once in a while, you're going to luck into a guy who is phenomenal. What's the biggest problem you might have is you might have two awesome quarterbacks like the Patriots did a couple years ago by, by drafting Jimmy Garoppolo, and then they could sell him for a giant – they could sell him for the farm. So I'm in. I'm drafting a quarterback every freaking year for the rest of the time. And you know what? If that's Mac Jones, whatever. If we get if we have to deal with Mitch Trubisky for another couple of years, fine. If they want to melt down the team too, like whatever. I, I 100% agree, Toilet. Mitch is not coming back. So like we're either getting like Marcus Mariota or Mac Jones. I would rather I'd rather give I'd rather give the playing time to Mac Jones. Like we know what Marcus Mariota is. Yeah, I think we're in like the the Tinder phase where it's just like all <laughs> options are good options. Everything is swipe right. Like let's we are in like training camp is open. We got we had eleven tight ends on the roster. Like let's have eleven <laughs> quarterbacks. On the Ryan roster. Fitzpatrick. Let's do it. Anybody, literally anyone with a pulse, come on in. Uh, open tryouts. Mark Wahlberg, get the fuck in here. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing balls around. Invincible. Li- modern day invincible. Let's go. LeBron James, here's your opportunity to play quarterback at an NFL level. Welcome to the Chicago Bears. <laughs> uh, so, Zach, your, your point was um, a really good wide receiver so that Mac Jones was better than a quarterback who couldn't start over Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Miami Dolphins this year? Basically. And he said that okay. they're better in college, too. Okay. Like, like, he thinks that Mac Jones is better. And like I said, I'm trying to find the little things that are going to make me excited on draft night when he could be around at whatever pick the bears have like 19 or something. Yeah. Well, I first, Vin- first round quarterback to have pepperoni nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the pepperoni. Nips well, out there. He's going to, he's, he's going to benefit most from not having a combine. Like, cause he's not going to have to run. Yeah. He's not going to have to throw. He's not going to get weighed in. Like, I mean, he would, he would probably, you're right. Like he'd probably look like Brady's combine. He looks significantly worse than Brady with his shirt off. But <laughs> that comparison does not hold up but at all. What I, I do, well, but what I do like is he moves well in the pocket. And I think as the NFL – think about this for a second. We got to zig when everybody's zagging. Right? <laughs> and, and NFL, NFL, <laughs> NFL is, is looking for that prototypical move outside the pocket quarterback. But what does that do? It opens you up to getting hurt – Opens you up to taking unnecessary hits. You got to throw on the move. Accuracy is a question. Give me the guy who's a stiff, who can't move much, who's just going to sit there in the pocket and throw darts. Uh, sold. I'm in. Literally sold, I'm anyone. In. Whoever's available at 15, the top of Mel Kuyper's draft board, sure. Go ahead. Cool. Sign me up. I bet you they'll probably end up doing something dumb like – well, actually, this wouldn't be dumb. Probably taking, like, an offensive tackle because they need one of those. But then, I don't know, drafting, overdrafting. Like, they'll draft for, like, need in the first round, and they'll get a tackle and probably somebody who's good and will be a significant upgrade over whatever is at left and right tackle next year. But they'll probably do something dumb like overdraft Kyle Trask in the second round. I don't know. Like, 
So can we just put a definitive stamp on the 2017 quarterback draft? Um, obviously, Pat Mahomes, number one. And then can we at least say, like, hey, if you look at the teams, like the Bears did better than the Texans. Stop. I realize the Bears Stop. made two playoff games and they lost Stop. both of them. The Texans made the playoffs and, and won a game Ugh. and then lost. Even I'm uh, not this delusional. And they were up 28 points or 24 points maybe to the Chiefs. Um, and they're going to lose this quarterback and not even going to be on the team anymore. So I think at least we can say we did better than the Texans. Um, yeah, I'll uh, meet you there, buddy. All right. I mean, we sure that Deshaun Kaiser isn't any worse than Mitch Trubisky? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) CJ Bethard? Beat hard. Uh, is it time for a jazz music break and then uh, come back for some non-football topics? Sure. That sounds good. Sure. Be right back, folks. Does anybody actually have to take a break or are we just going to listen to I wanted to read this text from uh, Toilette. Because she said at work today she got proposed to. Wow, it sounds like as a podcast we need to uh, go do some uh, go do a manhunt. Yeah, it sounds like we need to fuck or up. Or woman hunt. We don't shame. We don't shame. Yeah, it could be anybody. We don't shame, but we're still coming for you. Yeah. I'm gonna make the Uzi for... thing in the drive-by, baby. We come for anything. Anything that threatens anything. The, the anything threatens that threatens our boys. So the direct quote is, because uh, I was like, like, what is the story here? Like, I'm assuming that, like, what can you tell me? And when I'm going to see her tomorrow, so she'll, I'll tell you tomorrow. Definitely not. In <laughs> ser- <laughs> I can tell you the whole story tomorrow, but my response was something to the effect of, not sure my boyfriend would like me talking marriage with another guy. And he was weird and had a mustache. So definitely not my type. Was this someone coming off of anesthesia or something? Because in, in that case, then that's like total deniability. I think this is just uh, Kankiki County culture where it's like, oh, my God, you have a pulse. Do you want to get married? <laughs> like, people get married down there. It's like, oh, we dated in high school. Like, boom, married at 19. Like, that is just, like, the way of li- – like, it is the deep south in Kankiki County. So the first time the first time Katie came up to – one of the first times Katie drove up to visit, she drove up through Kankiki. Oh, and yeah. uh, I was on the phone with her, and I was like, oh, so where are you? She's like, oh, I'm just driving through. Uh, I'm just, like, south of Chicago. Uh, I'm in uh, Kankaki. Kankaki. <laughs> Speaking of Kankaki, we're about to see a lot of uh, dudes in cargo shorts uh, shoveling their driveways in the next few days, boys. Why is it oh, going to be, like, there was, 60 there degrees? so many people out in shorts today. Hell yeah, brother. Was it 42 degrees in Chicago today? Everybody yeah, lose their mind. It was yeah. 40. Yeah, shorts are out. Oh, it's above 40? Shorts. Guess who's who's back of the week? Shorts. Like, it's just funny. Like, you come out of winter, and it's like, oh, my God, it's above freezing? Shorts. But then, like, when you transition into winter, and it's December, it's that first cold December weekend, and it's, like, right around freezing, you're like, oh, my God, like, all the sweaters and coats and bundled up and 
whatever. But when you've been used to the cold, you're just ready for shorts. I'm pretty sure this is true. It, it might be a wives' tale, but I've been spending enough time around doctors recently, so I feel mm. qualified to make this statement. Sure. Um, I think that your blood actually gets thicker when it's exposed consistently to cold weather. Oh, I love it. Which is oh. why your your blood pressure will just inherently naturally go up if you live in a colder climate or it, once it becomes winter because your blood gets thicker to help like withstand those temperatures. Damn, if only Cody Parkey had driven down 294 to go kick at Soldier Field a couple more times to get that thicker blood. <laughs> exactly. You can't get that um, in uh, Hell's Hall. Not the same. Not the same. Vernon Hills versus Lake Forest versus Soldier Wind of, or uh, Lake Effect. Totally different lake effect. Um, I, I've got a little story here um, about another person seeking a love connection um, in a method that's unconventional by today's standards, but I mean, we're all just, you know, particles colliding in the dark. Um, we're all just seeking a love connection, perhaps not exactly marriage in this case, um, but somebody who is looking for a particular person and a special relationship. Um, I have here the December 4th issue of the Chicago Reader, which is a local free newspaper. Uh, I was going to ask if this is Craigslist misconnections. Uh, we're pretty damn close to that, Zach. Um, this is Craigslist misconnections, except it costs money to put something in here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. it, it's, a, it's a classified ad. Um, and I'm not sure if this was this guy's intent necessarily. Um, but, well, let me let me just get into it. Um, so the first classified ad is... Married white male 52 seeks mature female playmate. <laughs> Married white Aren't female we all? 52. Wait, this what? is published? This is published. This is in... I've got the newspaper right here. Ink under my fingernails. Skeevy men in the suf northwest suburbs? This is Chicago, baby. Oh, gross. Um... Mature or married white male 52 seeks mature female playmate, likes drinks, hot oil massages, flea markets, antiques. I can host and discreet can call. Um, and then it lists a phone number, email dragonmastercs69 at gmail.com. Sounds like a classy man. Okay. Um, the next ad. Um, married Jewish male seeks married female. Married Jewish male, 52, seeks married female, likes wine, pleasure, massages, and passion. I can host. Call, list phone number. Also can email dragonmastercs69 at gmail.com. Same guy? Uh, Wait, is same guy? The third ad. Married white male, 52, Dom, seeks sub-female who likes pleasure and punishment, will train. Seeking discreet relationship, I can host. Same guy, just lists his phone number, not the email this time. Oh, can we, can we call him? No, we're not going to call this guy. Patch, patch him into the pod? First guest. We're not going to call this guy. What's up, other. dude? You're on the air on our stupid pod. <laughs> I love. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Toilet. I just go love ahead. that uh, 
he seems like a giver. Like he's willing to uh, teach someone how to be submissive to him. That seems uh, that's sexy to me. <laughs> Smell the glove. I just watched. Uh, I just watched uh, Spinal Tap this past week. Reminds <laughs> me the the uh, the album cover that they had for that. The fourth ad is the same as the third ad verbatim. The fifth ad is. I'm not sure what some of these acronyms stand for, so uh, disavow if they mean anything uh, less than savory. But this one is in all caps: MGM seeks mature Jewish. Oh, mature Jewish male seeks mature Jewish female playmate. Married Jewish male, 52 seeks mature Jewish female playmate. Likes drinks, hot oil massages, art antiques. I can host DragonMasterCS69 at gmail.com. And then the uh, sixth ad is the same as the third ad verbatim. This guy is using the quarterback draft strategy that we just proposed. Exactly. Yeah, this is exactly. shotgun method. <laughs> he's, he's like, I'm going to edge everybody out of this Chicago reader classified game by posting six ads just for myself with very minimal separation in terms of who I'm seeking. Um, because he looks for mature females and mature Jewish females, basically with the same ad. What is the significance of posting that he is Jewish? Like, does that work for like any other like Polish toilet, thirty years old? I mean, like, there's ChristianMingle.com and okay. like various other like dating services that particularly tailor to certain. J Date is a modern version of it, or J Swipe. If you like the swipeable type dating applications, um, these certainly exist. But is this a way for he's marketing himself or he's only soliciting Jewish females? I mean, he, I would say that if the ad that is literally less than an inch above that is basically the same thing, but does not mention any sort of religious or ethnic affiliation at all. So it really is the shotgun approach. <laughs> Spray and pray, baby. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Tried what to do be... a lot of spraying. I don't know. Oh, more... And then spraying afterwards. <laughs> What's more appealing than DragonMasterCS69 at gmail.com? Yeah. Can we do a live? Like, what would your handle be if you had to make a, an email account in order to solicit sex? Like, DragonMaster seems a little too tryhard. 69, a little too hard on the nose. Unless it's like Dragon, like, you know, it's like Balls or Dragon, like the Dragon Master. Like D R A G G I N. This sounds like a Dungeons and Dragons dating service. Like, are you the Dragon Master? I <laughs> like art antiques and flea markets. Like, I feel like I would go with like Chip Studwell or. Chad Sexington or TJ Maxx or <laughs> TJ Maxx <laughs> toilet 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 Sexton sixty nine four twenty. Well, first of all, he wouldn't use his real name as as his. Yeah, uh, would never yeah, use yeah. my real name. <laughs> it's Max Power, Max with two X's. Yes. Oh shit! Did you respond? Should we? Should, should we, send we email him? Should we add him on LinkedIn? I'm going to take a look at uh, next week's issue to see if it's like just this guy. I feel like I want to send him an email and said like, 
hey, when you submitted this, do you realize that you're paying for seven consecutive classified ads here just with like slight variations in text and all of them list your personal phone number? Is this something that you feel like you should be doing in the year of our Lord 2021? Because some idiot podcaster could come pick this up and really dox the shit out of you. <laughs> Would not be me, certainly. Um, but, but somebody could. It's a two two four number. Like it's not in like oh, that's a cell. That's a, yeah, a cell phone number. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, leading into another segment. Why do I get four thousand robocalls a day from? Dude, how, I get so many. Talking about my car's warranty. How are there Ooh. that many phone numbers with the same area code as my own? Like how how have I not blocked them all at this point? I've been blocking a number a day every day for like five or seven years. Do any of you have a have a iPhone 12 or 11? No, oh, but oh well, I I get robocalls too, and some of them will say spam risk or something like that. But some of them will say account services, which to me registers as like something's wrong with my credit card, and it's one of the robocalls that's like something is wrong with your credit card. Please give us your social security number and call ChaseBank.net to uh, unfreeze your card. Along the same lines, uh, question for Zach. I got a letter from the state of Illinois that said that uh, was dated December of 2019 and said that there was something what? wrong with my Illinois tax return from 2019. And then the date, the date of the letter was of January 2021. And they said, please mail us a copy of your W-2. That has happened to me before. Not, so, for, like, not, not for such a long period of time, but that has happened. I would, you could, I mean, you could probably, if you wanted to, like, see if you could call and just verify the authenticity of the letter because they will, I will say this, like, the IRS, like, none of these IRS state taxing stuff, they'll never call you. They'll always, they'll always send letters. So, like, letters, I mean, depending on what the letterhead looks like and all that stuff, of course. Is that the ninth circle of hell on phone with IRS customer service? Well, yeah, is because this... like they they won't they won't talk to you unless you have a power of attorney or you're the the actual signing person on there. This happened to me last year, and I had to like be on call, be on the phone, send something in an email, like back yeah. and forth for mm-hmm. months, and then it turned out to be like, oh, sorry, we just made a clerical error. You're all good. Yeah, it's so... basically that's usually what they are. I mean, like it's so dumb that they require you to like because when like if you're filling out your return on. TurboTax or something like that and you enter in your w2 it's going to send like a mocked up version of that to the uh like taxing authorities but like if you were to ever do it by paper and you don't include a copy of that w2 like then it like creates problems and stuff okay so maybe i should see if i can attach a w2 because uh they were like oh your box 25 was empty and i looked at my w2 and i'm like there i don't even have a fucking box 25 so i don't know what like three-dimensional chess you think you're playing with me um, Luke, you can cut this. It is 8.58 p.m. I just decided to tear the letter in half and recycle it. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> if, they come back, if, they come back the you, if they come back to you, send a copy of the Constitution to them. <laughs> can you show if me where any of my clients are listening to this, this is, I disavow from that advice. <laughs> that was parody, parody law. Parody Illinois law. did not exist when the Constitution was written. Ergo, I don't have to pay state income tax. Boom. Love it. There we go. Love it. Um, all right, there's a lot of meat on the bone here. What do you guys want to jump to next in these podcasts? I'm kind of excited for mine, but I also want to hear your guys. Well, do we want to do a quick? Do we want to do a quick uh, thoughts and prayers series? 
Yeah, thoughts and prayers. First one goes out to Daft Punk. I had no idea they were French. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. They were incredibly influential in, like, the Parisian house scene going as far back as, like, the mid-1990s. They, like, created it. Right? Like, early Uh, 1990s. Uh I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but they were far and away the most influential and farthest reaching of that scene. Like, sure, you talk about, like, Air or whatever. Air is not Daft Punk. Air is not making songs with Pharrell in 2016. See, like, I don't even know who Air is, so, you know, false right there. Daft Punk better (laughs) created Parisian house music. If you see pictures of those guys without their helmets on, you're like... They're very French. <laughs> they, they look French. They both have like dark curly hair and like unshaved beards. They're just missing like the striped shirt and a cigarette and a baguette. And they're... Oh, yeah, they're, these guys are very French. <laughs> that, that sounds German, Daft Punk. Like I w- if it was French, I'd look at like Le Punk. Like, well, da- Daft is like an English slang term, right, oh, Luke? Boy. As our resident yeah. Englishman, it means yeah. like cool, right? This Daft. No, it doesn't mean cool. It means, oh, this like, is lame. It's daft. Uh, if you're daft, you're like airheaded, like or stupid. It's oh, a wow. synonym for stupid. Oh, that's daft. Yeah, that's daft, bruv. A daft a, podcast. A, a South African. <laughs> we've, a mid- we've now traveled. Yeah, Midwest podcast. Away. A combination of our daft ideas. <laughs> oh shit! Well, that was the first one. Next one looks like it goes out to, uh, you know focal point of the northwest suburbs arlington park yeah this is a bit well it just broke and we have maybe some insider news that uh they basically that arlington park is is for sale and i guess it's up for sale with like a real real estate developer and not uh or it's listed under like a like a big time real estate developer uh and not to like sell to another like racetrack company or operating company or hold co that wants to hold that asset. So it's, you know, they're going to pave paradise and put up a parking lot quite literally. That Arlington Heights is paradise. What are we going to do with our, without our institution of the racetrack guys? I mean, have you ever taken the train out there, just gotten bombed, lost some money and come back home? I went there with Luke uh, back in 2013, and uh, I wore an outfit that was so uh, noteworthy that someone actually took a picture of me that I didn't know. <laughs> uh, According was it 2013? to 2013, I, I feel like it was like 2015 or something. No, it... 2013. Oh, we were just there a couple of years ago too. Did I hit a know? trifecta. That, that there we go. Really good. <laughs> we we used to go. We used to do our our. Uh, our summer outing there for our office. And it's actually fun. Cause if you get, you get to like, they give you an entire uh, like tent and you have access to like, sort of go down by the, right by the rail to watch. And then you get your own kiosks inside, inside the tent. So like, you can just bet like crazy. There's never any lines. I feel like the racetrack has been perpetually for sale and perpetually in like financial turmoil. Oh, sure. Since it was sold to Churchill Downs. Which which well, kind of surprises me because they cornered the market once uh, Maywood closed. Um, back oh, rest in peace. <laughs> the carriage racing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I feel like that they that's an evergreen business, like having the lock on a local gambling market like that. Yeah, but I guess now if you can now if you can just do it on your phone, like what's the point of going there anymore? 
but they still get part of that action. I mean, it's fun to go there too. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, a day at the races is a lot of fun, even if it is Arlington. Like, you know, the the grass track is like beautiful in the summertime. Like they've done a lot of work to it. It's used to be. I mean, my folks told me stories about how it used to be like just an absolute shithole. Dollar beer nights, college nights. Try to sneak in with your old ID. Yeah, there you um, go. I've taken my my last couple girlfriends there, so that'll be yes, uh, an easy date off the. Well, off it's the table it's now. still open for the twenty twenty one season. Okay, so you're, yeah. you're, you're not off the hook yet. All right. Well, and, and I mean, if they if they do sell it and they end up converting it into like like mixed use development, they'll probably still do another like final year, like a goodbye year, because I'm sure whoever ends up buying that will be like, yeah, sure, I'll take in the gambling revenue for. Until I decide what I want to do. Yeah, until I decide with what the what I want to do yeah, with it. Makes sense. Um, but I do know that they, they put a ton of money into it. Like Churchill Downs put a bunch of money into it, and then I guess it must have just been a stinker. But I, I think I I think the whole like mobile gambling now in Illinois, like I think that's probably eaten into like a lot of the degenerates that probably would have gone there. Well, can't you just easily turn that into a sports book? Like build it out oh, as yeah. like, a place to like watch oh, yeah. watch games and like, yeah, and then have races here. too because you yeah. could you could like you could have you could have a book there. Basically, hey, do the hey Luke, 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 stop the recording. Yes, of course. Uh, you yeah, you could you could like turn the like lobby level and you basically turn it into a skybox, yeah, right? I mean, turn that's... it into one big skybox for like for uh like a sports book and then also have the races going on too so you can get like both styles of ra- both styles of action and then and then also uh, uh put a riverboat in and have a casino Ooh, yes there you go yes the boys just solved arlington park <laughs> build a river build a body <laughs> of water demolish arlington park build a river construct a riverboat casino <laughs> uh i love all those ideas that's great Let's let's save it, boys. Let's make it our our, our life's mission to save this uh, racetrack that's been visited by us. I don't know, maybe five times in my entire life, but I don't want it to go away. <laughs> no, of course not. We we want this institution to stay and charge eleven dollars for bloody marys. <laughs> and then also place. and then also take our money as well on wagers. <laughs> One of the last places where you can smoke indoor cigarettes in Illinois, I believe. <laughs> My dad, my dad, I went with uh, my mom, my dad, and Katie, like, this was a couple of years ago. My dad just smoked a fat cigar inside. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure your mom was absolutely thrilled for the rest oh, she, of the day. Yeah, no, she does. Like, she caught care. in his hair until, like, the next day. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, she necessarily, like, made a big objection, but I'm sure, like, when it came time to go to bed, that's just got to yeah. be <laughs> Awful. like shower before bed um so i got i got one more thoughts and prayers tiger hope everything hope everything's going well yeah they he said got they, really fucked up in that crash they said the news just uh just broke that it's uh, a compound fracture and a uh broken ankle too so hopefully you know it sounds like it's non-life-threatening you know just to hopefully there is nothing like no foul play or something i don't know if it just was an accident this is gonna make for the craziest weirdest up and down documentary dude you didn't 30 you didn't watch the one that just came out on hbo no it was was great i liked it so he's just doing more shit to 
obviously not suggesting this tiger too yeah, no. this time his dad isn't in it but it, the, the, the problems continue <laughs> like this is just like setting him up for another insane comeback that you know no one sees coming out of absolutely nowhere kind of thing yeah it's kind of it's kind of sucks i mean like he was kind of playing pretty well in the tournaments that he would play in and he definitely was not doing the volume of here we go here's golf corner now our first like five episodes were like somewhat golf centric and we're coming back to it a little bit but he was like somewhat playing well and then like he would sort of play he'd pick and choose his spots to play rather than just saying like i'm gonna play every weekend load some of the other guys exactly load management and he spent probably the first 13 years or so of his career not managing his loads that got into it got him into a shitload of trouble um yeah in more ways than one hey oh that's a bad joke probably um no that, that was the express purpose of that joke <laughs> i mean like literally like he was going out and having sex with everybody all while like destroying his body by overworking it and like trying to become jack and, <laughs> and play golf at the same time in, in, a, in a sport that's often known as physically taxing a sport that you can't really play into your later years a sport oh wait it's golf this isn't play he isn't playing uh professional football well i mean he he was the model for all of these modern golfers we've already talked about this so oh, for sure I'll, I'll spare it but like they're, they're he, he's the model for like all the golfers who are now like ripped in just six three and can slug the shit out of the ball yeah i mean every golfer now is between like what five eleven and six four or so like none there you don't have any of the like shorter guys or any of the like super tall lanky guys or the fat guys anymore it's just like everybody's just looks like they could also be playing that's european what, soccer that's probably too go- tall for european soccer yeah they're too tall Pitchers. golf needs that golf needs like a middle-aged guy who's like super fat that uses like a chin putter and like <laughs> like it's just like a super nice jolly fat piece of shit golfer it's, wears transition lenses yes. is sponsored by like who would he be sponsored new by i was gonna say new balance or sketchers i, I mean yeah. you're talking about like adam's adam's golf who are we talking about patrick reed yeah in like 10 years yeah <laughs> sponsored by top flight maybe patrick i don't reed. know or Bubba Watson gone to seed, maybe. I don't know. He's, like, not of that mold, necessarily. Like, what what restaurants would this guy be sponsored by? Apple Cheddar's. <laughs> Cheddar's. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I have fast casual, like, a Chili's or something. Friendly Bennigan's left. <laughs> it's, like, very regional. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, at the top, you kind of mentioned that there were some pictures surfacing of Tiger Woods where it did look like he had been using some supplements that, yeah, like, let's just say, maybe that our California friends would real love. Would you really thought love. he looked high? Oh, he, dude, he looked like ripped out of his gourd. He looked like his on eyes that were one bugging, photo. His cheeks were puffy. He just looked. I, I mean, I would attribute that more to like a hangover than to just like being high. Like, if if Tiger Woods is getting high on marijuana, that's like the least of his issues. Because someone with the injury history that he's had, and someone with like the problems that he had, shit like you know opiates and benzodiazepines and alcohol are way worse than just smoking some pot. Well, I guess I bring that up because uh, behind me, if you guys can see, is triangles. Our sweet prince, Hank. Um, Hank has made an appearance in the last few podcasts because he's just been kind of an asshole. Um, so 
Lady Twilight decided to buy Pet Naturals Calming Chews for Everyday Use. Oh, What's nice. in it? Uh, so that's what I wanted to read. Uh, the active ingredients include uh, vitamin B. Okay. Okay, good for Not hydration. Not calming. Usually for, like, waking up in the morning, right? That's good. That's good for hydration, vitamin B. Okay. Uh, that's the most thing. There's 35 milligrams of that. Um there are five milligrams of something called a biopeptide blend. And then there are five milligrams of L-theanine, which I don't know what that is. So Protein, I guess. Okay. Um, well, Hank is passed the fuck out on my bed right now. He has been uh, sleeping like on my hip to on my like thigh area. And then if I roll over in the middle of the night, he likes to like chomp down on whatever part of my body is closest to his mouth whether it be my foot or my hand or your penis. we're trying to or my penis my massive <laughs> whopping penis that's flopping out of my pants <laughs> out of the comforter in the middle of the night because i only have the comforter up to about my mid thigh and then i expose my penis to do you guys know any naked sleepers um no comment are you a naked sleeper no no i, I usually sleep in shorts Okay, I know some men and women who are naked sleepers, and I tried it once. I could not do it. There's absolutely no way I would ever fall asleep naked. I like ever. to have the barrier between like my my body oils and my like and my comforter or you know whatever my sheets. Yeah, I like to have a, a t-shirt that could soak up some of that. Yeah, I'd, I'd constitute myself as a B-plus wiper. There's no fucking way in hell I want skid marks in my bed. Are you kidding me? That's B that's plus what I'm, wiper. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, I, I would only do that if I was a night showerer, and usually my hair is long enough where I'm not doing that. Yeah, the naked sleeping thing just blows my goddamn mind. I'm a weirdo because I sleep in long sleeves and long pants every night. Um, even so in the summer? Even in the summer. Do you like that's, keep your house at like wild. 62? I keep my house pretty cold. I'm a large mamma jamma for the listeners. I'm about 6'5 and 275 pounds. Well, I think you would, we would expect to see you outside in shorts. In By the way, uh, Zach and I are also both 6'5 and 275 <laughs> pounds. Yeah, I am the Chicago person that you picture in shorts uh, with a winter coat on, but then shorts. And then like high white socks and construction boots like half of the year. That is That is me. Toilet, I feel like you were a shorts wearer in the wintertime in middle school. I was. I w- okay. every, every day in eighth grade, except for when we had an away basketball game. Y- you had, had to dress to up. Dress up mm-hmm. I would wear khakis. I think we probably played each other. We probably did. Beat rival. Team All-Stars. Yeah. Let's go. Big Let's fucking rival. go. The rivalry continues. And then we, then we were on the same baseball team, so we were able to mend fences and bring it all back together. I was a 100 hitting uh, in the fourth hole. But if I got a hold of one, holy smokes! <laughs> yeah, you you were the Adam you were the Adam Dunn yeah. of, uh, <laughs> of Little League. It was just like either walk, strike out, home run. <laughs> that is that the, is the, all the that truth, I hit. The true three outcome uh, hitter, <laughs> big time. Um, so yeah, the drugging of my dog's been going really well. I thought about macro dosing him today because I didn't think it was working, um, <laughs> and giving him two, but he's doing well. So you uh, you've tried dog CBD too, right? I have not. This is my first step into the dog drugging realm. So, you guys okay. have to drug Hattie. In the past, uh, have you ever... we probably should. Okay. She's a psycho, but actually, she's pretty good at night. Okay. Hi, have Maddie. you ever had to give your dogs uh, actual dog benzodiazepines, dog Xanax? I have not no. yet. Like not even uh, IV or um, 
Oh, wait, no, my, my mom and dad do. They have to give Trinity it because she freaks out with storms. That is, like, the most hilarious thing that you can give to a dog, especially if they don't fall asleep and they try to fight through it. Like, I don't know, uh, like a teenager trying to get high off of it by taking an Ambien and staying up, like, through the initial push of taking the Ambien because they're just, like, drugged to shit but still trying to, like, bark at stuff. Um, <laughs> famously, I had a uh, miniature schnauzer growing up named oh, Lena, Lena who we would have to drug all the time. Um, especially if there was going to be another dog, like in the relative vicinity of the house, like if my aunt and uncle were visiting and she would just like go into absolute slow motion, trying to, uh, trying slow to motion bark for me. And, and continue to be for me. angry, even through the dog Xanax. That is pretty funny. Hank has not needed that level of, uh, of intervention yet, but he's doing okay for now. So uh, rest in peace to Lena. And the rest in peace segment continues. Rips Lena. Rest in peace, Lena. Well, do we want to we want to talk about somebody who's not resting in peace right now? Johnny Damon. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's lucky he's not resting in peace. Uh, Luke, can you bring up your idea that you had off air for? <laughs> The addition to the baseball hype house. Shout out to the last episode. Well, I, I want to go through the story first for our listeners okay, before okay. before we get into the baseball hype hall of fame. Yeah, because remember, we might not have we might have some people who aren't baseball fans. Who okay. And and as background to this, I actually, if you go back through our topics, I was going to bring up Johnny Damon earlier because. Uh, Maddie and I have been watching a show called Below Deck and the extant Below Deck series of Below Deck Mediterranean. And Johnny Damon and his wife have been some of the char- uh, the charter guests that charter this yacht. And then a film crew follows them around. And it also like details the lives of like the people who are working on this yacht and their work drama. It's basically Vanderpump Rules on a boat, if you've ever seen that show. Um, just like a trashy reality TV show where you get a bunch of attractive people working in a service industry job and the crazy customers that they had to deal with. And Johnny Damon and his wife and their friends have been um, charter guests on this yacht twice now. And they are the fucking worst. <laughs> it's like gross watching them because they'll be like, they're, they're old, right? Johnny Damon is old. He's, He's like, probably in his 40s. He, he's in his early 50s. What? I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, or, or if he's in his 40s, there's some hard 40s because he's been like standing outside in the sun way too long. But yeah, 47. He's, he's like so overtly sexual with his wife on camera that it's like revolting. It's just like Johnny Damon, like, please stop pretending to hump your wife on wow. on this boat. In Morning front of police. This- yeah, the horny police. Like, please call the horny police. <laughs> like I, nobody wants to hear about Johnny Damon performing cunnilingus on his wife. Like oh. nobody cares about this. Oh, toilet does toilet. You're interested. In, you're interested. In, you give any strategy or uh, just describe it or. No, they take the tour of the boat and like any time they show a bed, Johnny's like, even if it's not his room is like, we could do some good uh, fucking in here. Don't you? It's like it's the worst. <laughs> it's absolutely revolting. So it came as no surprise to me that on February 19th, Johnny Damon was arrested for a DUI in his current residence of Florida. 
Um, I have a um, article from the uh, CBS affiliate in Boston. Details emerge in Johnny Damon's DUI arrest. Um, we can trust our good reporters at uh, the CBS Boston affiliate to cover this with the utmost detail. This is funny. to bury their bias too. It's funny, just Johnny Damon. If you ask me, like, where would Johnny Damon retire? He is not a California guy. He's a Florida guy. Like, he's he's like, a Florida man through and through. Through he, and through. He is a Florida man. Um, <laughs> and the CBS Boston affiliate will bury their bias because Johnny Damon went to the Yankees. So they fucking hate him up there, which is why I selected this article in particular. Um, details have emerged from Johnny Damon's DUI arrest in Florida last week. The former Red Sox and MLB outfielder had a blood alcohol level nearly four times the legal limit after his arrest, according to police reports. Both Damon and his wife, Michelle, were arrested in the early hours of February 19th. Damon was charged with driving under the influence and resisting an officer. Michelle was arrested for battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting an officer with violence. Um, officers began following Damon's SUV just before 1.30 a.m. last Friday when the vehicle was spotted driving erratically. Both of its left tires were on the yellow line when it passed an officer monitoring traffic from the shoulder and drifted back and forth in the travel lane as continued on. So Damon passed a cop, like, barreling down the highway, drunk as sh- Him and his wife were both drunk as shit. That's like an understatement, saying they're drunk as shit. Like, they're almost drunk as dead. Um, Damon and his wife both immediately left the SUV after being pulled over. So that's a, that's another classic move too, is to get out of the car and put your keys on top of the car. Um, that doesn't suggest anything suspicious at all. And then they had to get back in the vehicle. Damon was unsteady and slurred his speech during the traffic stop and officers detected the smell of alcohol on him. When asked how much he'd been drinking that evening, Damon replied, just a little bit, making a small pinching motion with his fingers. (laughs) Just a wee bit. Michelle did not follow orders to stay in the vehicle while Damon was being interviewed by the responding officer and eventually became violent with the officer as she tried to enter the driver's side of the vehicle. So apparently she tried to get in the driver's seat with Johnny too, probably for a little, you know, like drunk bump and grind action considering how they behaved on below deck Mediterranean. Um, Damon intervened and tried to hold her back. Damon agreed to undergo a field sobriety test, saying multiple times that he would perform the exercises because he was, quote, a big boy, unquote, according to police reports. I'm a big boy. I could do a field sobriety test. Damon was unable to pass any of the tests. And a few hours later, he went under he underwent breathalyzer tests at the Orange County DUI testing center. So this wasn't a field breathalyzer. He did the thing that you're supposed to do if you get pulled over for a DUI, which is uh, for our listeners, it pays to listen. Never blow in the breathalyzer. Never, ever blow in the breathalyzer if you get pulled over by a cop and you've been drinking. Never blow, ever. Let them put cuffs on you, take you back to the police station. Don't blow in the breathalyzer. Free legal advice, folks. Yeah, free. It pays to listen. Absolutely. Except our gambling picks. Absolutely free. Um, Damon agreed to undergo the test despite Michelle telling him not to, which was some good advice on Michelle because Johnny Damon is well known enough and could probably lawyer up well enough to never have to give the breathalyzer and just like, I think Tony LaRusa could sit it out of a drug <laughs> tank. 
Um, his first sample registered a 3.0 or 0. <laughs> 0.30, excuse me, 0.3, and his second a 0.249. The legal limit is 0. 0.08. Um, both got charged with resisting um, when they became violent at the scene. They were released from jail on Friday and told the local affiliate that jail sucks, handcuffs are worse, jail is horrible. Very insightful, Johnny Damon. Um, and thank you to the staff at CBSBoston.com. Now, Are you tying for- that back to a segment that we had this week about the cool baseball Hall of Fame. Mm. Um, and um, also, you know, reaching across the aisle to um, noted Trump supporter idiot Johnny Damon. This is an automatic inclusion into the Baseball Hype Hall of Fame because Johnny Damon uh, had a BAC and a DUI arrest above his career batting average. Congratulations to Johnny Damon. I looked it up. 0.284 and then his uh, BAC was 0.3 and 0.294. So good on you, Johnny. I feel like this could really be a, I think it could be a wing of the hype hall of fame, considering how many baseball players will eventually get arrested for DUIs in Florida after they're retired. Like John, it happened to Johnny Damon, Derek Jeter. It's a fucking matter of time. Like, let's be realistic here. Like with the way that the the Marlins are going, uh, it's, it's going to happen for Derek Jeter, Evan Longoria. He owns like a bar. If you see his Instagram, the bar apparently only serves tequila shots and calamari. So he's going to get arrested for a DUI at some point. And I feel like Florida is where all those guys are from anyway. So this can only continue to happen in the future. Shout out to his wife, too, who's going to fight a cop (laughs) to stop Johnny Damon from getting a DUI. That's a ride or die type woman. Ride or die. They've been married for a long time. They have six kids together. Uh, Great oldest, example, by the way. The oldest We're both being... just fucked up driving home from a bar at 1.30 in the morning. That's what I'm thinking about. Like, 14, like, his his daughter's 14, and, like, going to middle school right now, this girl's sitting in a Zoom, and everyone in class is like, oh, wow. Uh, is is that his what's... oldest daughter? Uh, no, he has two children with another person named Angela Van Nice. Uh Nice. Yeah, they were high school sweethearts. Cute. Uh, they got married when they were 19, and they had twins in 1999. So he was like 26. So those kids are, what, 22? Yeah. Wow. Eight kids. That's a lot of birthdays to remember, Johnny. He's, he's like the Phil Rivers of baseball. Oh, also, you have uh, six children, one of whom is 14, just getting fucking plastered at a bar and driving home on a thirsty Thursday. Dude, wait, wait, fucking like, nice. Johnny Damage probably made what? I mean, he's a baseball player. He probably made what? A 25, shitload, 30 million dollars? Absolute shitload of money. Yeah. Probably, well, the Yankees probably paid, the Junkies probably paid him a ton, but like. Junkies. Dude, just get an Uber. I mean, that's that's every time. Or get a driver. Or like, get a, like, he could probably afford a fucking driver, you know, for the evening. That is like every athlete who ever gets arrested for a DUI ever, except for Lance Briggs, who technically didn't have a DUI. His car <laughs> just happened to be found wrapped around a light pole on I-55. 
Um, Johnny Damon, the worst baseball hair of all time. Um, his hair right now is looking real bad. Uh, so he was getting the most out of it while he still had it because he's like pushing skullet at this point. Oh my god! The Yankees gave him four years, fifty-two. Him million and his dollars. wife had their sixth child in twenty sixteen. That kid is four. Fuck you, Johnny Damon, for real. Like, yes, it, it, he's in the hype Hall of Fame, for, but he's also in the idiot Hall of Fame too. Big time. What do you? How much do you think Johnny Damon has made? Oh, the ten key is going. I hear it. Oh yeah, the ten key went. Um, I would say probably close to a cool. 80 mil. Wrong. Luke. Ooh, I'll go 56. Wrong. 129 million. Sweet. That's so cool. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, he led the AL in stolen bases at one point in his career. Cool. You really haven't pegged for that kind of player. He was on the Moneyball team, the uh, A's Moneyball team, I think. Oh yeah, that's true. Can we talk about a professional athlete that's not a colossal disappointment? Are we talking? Well, the better uh, segue would have been when we were talking about your dog, so we could talk about little dog. Oh, little dog. There you go. Uh, almost birthday haver Zach Levine. Uh, Young he's, Hollywood. He's going to be an all-star, so that's cool. He's been playing with his hair on fire, so he honestly deserves it. I actually got to I actually got to watch a uh, nationally televised game a couple nights ago against the Sixers. They lost, but he looked good. That's the the theme of the Bulls year, lost, but they look good. Um, they cover they covered on an absolute last second absolute last <laughs> second miracle layup. That was great. Tip it, actually. Let me just say I'm happy for Zach Levine. I'm happy for the optimistic Bulls. Um, but Zach Levine is going to be the last pick in the All-Star draft, right? He's going to be a reserve. Yeah, right? but yeah. they're going to do the live draft, and he's getting picked last. Are uh, you sure about that? I'm sure LeBron James still hates the Bulls. I oh, hope okay. he still Here hates we go. the Bulls. And well, Wade, well, Wade said uh, if it wasn't uh, – if it wasn't Miami, it would have been Chicago in 2010. Is, you think Nikola Vucevic gets picked over Zach Levine? I think like there's like almost zero big men on in the All-Star game that they actually, yes, will pick him before Zach Levine. You think Do you really gonna, need more guys to hog the ball and shoot more? Julius Randle. Julius Randle's not an All-Star, is he? Yes, he is. He's an Julius All-Star Randall's reserve. Julius Randle's an All-Star? Yeah. I mean, he's been playing well, too. Credit to Julius Randle. But you've got Vucevic, Julius Randle, and Jalen Brown. Like, if you're picking big men, are you going to be like, we're going to really prioritize Vucevic so we can get down in the post? I don't know. Like, you, if there's a chance where you're not actually going to shoot a three, you're probably going to try and get a layup, and maybe you want to have a big guy. I don't know. This is a dumb thing to bring up. I just thought it'd be funny. Like, yeah, Zach Levine, you're an all-star, but I think you might be the last pick, dog. Well, hey, you know. Little dog. A, cert- a, certain, a, certain, other, a certain other Chicago athlete. Very young guy once made James an All-Star Harden game. James Harden will probably a... be in a diabetic coma during All-Star Weekend. Like, an All-Star Weekend with no fans. Like, where is it being held? I Atlanta. Guess. Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Shout out Magic City. Yeah. 
James Harden is going to be fucked up. Him and Kyrie are going to like be like need IVs to play in the game after uh, All Star Weekend in Atlanta. Well, I was going to say Mitch Trubisky made an All Star game as an alternate one time. <laughs> That's what he's we also, call that game. <laughs> he's also won an MVP. So, yeah, is that on is his that- Wikipedia yet? It's on his football reference page. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. We've made it. All right. What else do we have before we wrap it up? Should we do a a Wizards check-in real quick? Zach, how you feeling? Wizards check-in. So let's actually do a a little live live look right now because they're playing the the clips tonight. I I got mad at myself because, well, Luke, I've been doing a little aggregator on uh, NBA basketball. And I just realized I bet against the Wizards tonight. Oh no! <laughs> so so it's kind of like uh, that's called hedging, Zach. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of like I'm going up against like all these different you know fantasy teams. Uh, okay, Wiz. All right, we're down twenty to twenty-seven. Okay. We End of the first we the Royal We Wizard Wizards Wizards Nation Wizards okay. Daily over here. Uh, I think they're like thirteen. They're like eleven and seventeen. I think so my take off air is that the wizards are just winning games now and trying because they want to drive up the price for bradley beal well i also think like they got hit they played a lot less games than everybody else they actually in in all seriousness they got hit with covid really early on compared to most teams so like yeah it could took them a while and as a covid is a covid sufferer of the three here i can tell you that like it take like you might not be contagious anymore but like it definitely still takes a while to get like back to full bore and i'm not even athlete or excuse me an athlete i'm not even an athlete i'm an accountant and it took me so it took me some extra time to get like all of my energy and stamina back i can't imagine what it is like for a actual like ath for like an actual basketball player but now i think that if they are like over that hump it wouldn't surprise me if they started playing a little bit better I should have just doubled down on my bet and added more money to that. Bulls are sitting in the eight seed right now. In the yeah, humana, 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 humana. Eek one uh, out against the uh, Pistons today. <laughs> they are on back to back though. We'll we'll let it slide. Who do we get? Who do we get to? Uh, who would we get to play then? That would be the Philadelphia seventy uh, six. Dude, Embiid was Embiid was a fucking man on Friday night. He had like fifty-two points. He like basically took over the game in the fourth quarter. I was like very impressed with how well he played. Shout out, shout out my second favorite basketball team, my Jayhawks. Let's go, he, Joel Embiid, Jayhawk legend. How many games been, did he play for the Jayhawks? Like three, I think. Like <laughs> yeah, literally yeah. three. Yeah, literally, literally didn't make it out of the preseason. Yeah, him. He uh, beat Kyrie Irving for least amount of games played for a blue blood program, and yet still claims that program. I believe Kyrie's jersey his jersey has been retired too along with Paul Pierce Kyrie played 10 how many did John Morant play two John ja, John Morant played an entire season for no. State, State. baby oh wait no who am I no you Jabari Parker no not Jabari Jabari, Parker. Jabari got hurt I for, he played the whole year oh James Wiseman that's who I'm thinking of James, yeah, James Wiseman, Wiseman. Are, are we thinking is, is Patty is is uh, Patty Billy like the best player out of that draft now? Uh, I think it remains to be seen, but it's a strong pick. 
He looks good. And and I believe me when I say he is the next Kawhi Leonard and will win several MVPs. Wow. Oh my gosh. This is getting time stamped. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And that's like what the Bulls subreddit always says about Patrick Williams and Jest, but he looks good. Really good. I just the paw. Like wow. You don't like him? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh. Like, he's good. He's really good. I just don't like him. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's good. He's really good. I just don't like him. I, that's how um, I was with Zach Levine for a while. Like he's good, he's really good. I just don't like him. But yeah, I like him. Yeah, I thought he was all icing, like just the dunk contest stuff. Like, but now he's got some cake. He's twenty five. Oh. He has like a real coach, and yeah, not no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying he de- he developed. I'm giving him credit. I like him now. Yeah. I was wrong. We gotta upgrade him from little dog to average sized dog. <laughs> Young average Hollywood to dog. just like middle aged Hollywood. Uh, prime time Hollywood. Prime time Hollywood. What's his other? He's got another nickname on there too. I think it's Flight Eight. Ah, uh, yes, Flight Eight. Flight Eight. I also don't like guys who don't wear traditional numbers like six, seven, eight, nine. Don't like that. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Don't like that. Patrick Williams doesn't have a. He doesn't, doesn't have a nickname yet. We got to put the paw in. And he was number nine, so. I'm kind of out until he changes his number. So once they retire nine, then they can pick a new number. All right, boys. Well, I think we've come full circle on Midwest podcast topics. Now that we're talking about numbers, I think that just about does it for the week. Yeah. Um, great week. Good podcast. We had almost nothing filled in this Google doc until like 20 minutes before we started. And we got an hour and a half full of content. So that's just, that's beautiful. I've got stuff left on the table, baby. I'm going to do the porta potty name segment at some point, and everybody's going to fucking love it. We still haven't we still haven't talked about Rise and Grind Twitter. Those are great teases for next week. Yeah, it's great teases. So you know what? If you're listening to this, we, know we haven't really done a lot of promotion. Tell a friend. You know, yes. just, just, uh, just, just, uh, yeah, thank you. you, get, you, where, do you where, else do you get, where else do you get great takes and gas? exactly i don't know but 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 tell tell a friend you know tell a friend it, it really helps out you know we can get some we can get some more subscribers and then maybe we get sponsored by SeatGeek, and they'll probably you know maybe pay us enough to cover the cover our uh union dues every month that's all we want that's all we want maybe some want. free me undies maybe you know i get some blue apron meals I don't know, like 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 get a we get like a, a podcast subscription to mailchimp dream bigger i want to be sponsored by like exxon mobile and we and we can just start shilling for the oil industry (laughs) get gas futures in exchange for advertisements i don't know guys i think war in yemen is really the only (laughs) for our government to make opec more like (laughs) yapec Wow. Well, nothing bad is going on in Qatar with regard to the 2022 World Cup. Okay, folks, you can just ignore all of that. (laughs) Frack me, frack yeah. (laughs) Frack yes. Frack yes. See, see, we're just demonstrating to our future sponsors that we're shameless. Absolutely. And then we'll get sponsored by the television show Shameless. Nothing better than getting sponsored by a show that isn't on the air anymore. William like H. I H. said, come on the pod. 
Dude, have you guys seen have you guys seen the tweet coming around of William H. Macy playing guitar? I think no. it's William H. Macy. He's got a great voice. He's playing it for like a bourbon company. Cool. Can you can I, you splice we'll that, that in? Can you splice that in at the end? Yeah, splice that in right now. Yeah, splice Spli- that in splice right in now. Splice in an ad for a bourbon company at the end. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly what I want to spend my time doing. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week, have a good one. Bring your mother. Frack your mother. Suitcase on the floor.